1: What is up and welcome to the uncontested podcast coming to you on draft week, Sunday, July 18th. We are what, four days away from the NBA draft. I'm your host for the evening, Jacob Niffin. I've got JD with me today. fellow. We got Justin Peabody. Hello, everybody. Nick Crane is here.
2: Not wearing a hat.
1: And we've got Taylor Peterson Draft week. Before we dive nice. into <laughs> all the draft stuff, <laughs> I want to let you guys know we are brought to you by the Blue Wire Podcast Network and DailyThunder.com. Also, we will be live here again Wednesday, 9 p.m. Central Time, for our draft preview show. We're going to make a bunch of draft predictions. And then make plans Thursday night for the NBA draft. I don't care if you're watching it at home, if you're in your mom's basement, if you're out at a watch party, uh wherever you are. If you're in Jacob's your computer, mom's basement. Hey, my mom doesn't have a basement. That's where if you want to go hang be. out there. That is maybe where we will be. <laughs> if you're watching on TV, um, whatever, pull us up on your phone, your laptop. Come hang out with us as we go live from uh I don't know where we'll be live from, but we'll be live from somewhere. Going through the entire, yeah, live from the internet for the entire first round of the NBA draft. It is a blast. We've done it for three years. This will be year number four now. Uh, It should be a great, great time. And then afterwards we will record our NBA draft recap podcast where we'll talk about who the Thunder selected. It's going to be a great time. I will be there. JD will be there. Taylor will be there. Justin will be there. Will Nick be there? We don't know.
3: <laughs> I could find out mystery. next time on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> yeah,
2: come watch and find out.
3: Mm.
1: Uh, Amon in the chat Whoa. says you can come and watch my mom get on to me for swearing again. That was a highlight of last year. <laughs> that was a good time.
3: <laughs> I'm glad hey, that continued.
1: <laughs> to my defense, <laughs> I did not know what the F was going on, so I asked what the F was going on. It's a simple question, really. Turned out what the F was going on was the Thunder traded three protected first for Usman Jane. <laughs> Imagine that I was Fair not aware. <laughs> we, uh, we blind reacted not to pick number two. Cause we knew what pick number two was, but we blind reacted to pick number 12 and it was a blast. Should we do that again this year?
4: Yeah. When they get on the clock. Yeah. Yeah. That was, if they haven't time. already traded yeah. up and taken
3: Jairus, move.
2: We should get a a live reaction of you whenever Jairus says bring a different hat.
1: Uh, I will have the uh,
3: uh, cough syrup and Tide cocktail ready. Oh my (laughs) gosh.
4: So specific. Don't try that at home. Jacob's
3: going to start his own uh, Indiana Pacers podcast. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, that won't happen. (laughs) Well, if you listen to Wednesday's pod, Wednesday pod was the slop drop. And apparently we chose the wrong time to record the slop drop pod because Thursday (laughs) and Friday, there was so much dadgum slop. It looked like a farm. So we decided we needed slop drop part two. Play the other one.
4: (laughs) Now that's a lot of slop. So good. A lot of mileage there. We will get a lot of use out of the so slop drop sounder. <laughs> I love
1: it. All right. Uh, not really slop because what happens when slop forms into something tangible? Does it become you gotta, like you get a hot feed.
4: dog?
1: Feed. A hot dog. <laughs> <Gross>. hot dog. <laughs> All right. We got a hot dog today, folks, as Bradley Beal. The trade has finally happened, uh, probably three years too late, um, is on his way to the re- Phoenix Suns for <laughs> a draft package, or not a draft package, a trade package, which will blow you away. Chris Paul, who was about to get waived, mm. uh, Landry Shamit, who uh, plays basketball, some second-round picks, uh, and some first-round pick swaps. That's mm. it. Wild. Now, we have heard that the Washington Wizards are going to look to reroute Chris Paul to a third team uh, if that's what Chris prefers, which I don't think Chris prefers to play in Washington. I think that might be a fair <laughs> bet. He's either going to re- get rerouted to a third team or I think Washington is going to um, waive him and only pay $15 million of that contract instead of $30 million.
2: 25. They had to bump his guarantee to make the deal go through. Ooh. Ooh. I thought
1: even though – I don't know the cap rules of it. I thought even though they matched the salary. Either way, <laughs> I don't think he's playing in Washington. Um, any thoughts on Brad Beal to Phoenix and Washington finally starting the teardown? Who would have guessed they hired two former Thunderfront office guys and they've decided to tear it down? Who saw this coming? Shocker.
4: Will there ever be a no trade clause again? No. I don't think so either.
3: Maybe Wimby. Maybe Although
4: Wimby pull it off I was
2: thinking about this because I had, I had the same question. Um, I wonder if the last time Beal was extended, it was, hey, no trade clause or we're walking. I mean, could be. They It'll probably would be have been better off all if all he had a walk right? and had a reset yeah. years ago, no but different. at least now they're getting something. So like there's always more than we know behind the scenes, but um no, I would not imagine that would happen ever again.
1: It'll That's be terrible. very, 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 very interesting to see what Phoenix does from here. Uh, three great pieces and not much else. The DeAndre we, George, or DeAndre, Ayton, DeAndre Ayton,
3: like That's but, a ton of
4: money. I'm going to
1: ask the question. Is DeAndre Ayton on this team opening night? I think so. No. You think so? I think if you need so, to build out the rest of your roster, trading DeAndre Ayton's is a great way to get some more pieces. Hey, if you have pending, restricted free agent Darius Baisley sitting there. Um, that'll get starting you starting like power forward. forward get him players. some reps.
2: I think it depends on his value. Like If you can go get two, three, four tangible rotation pieces, it's probably in your best interest to do so. Totally. If you're going to get... uh. Tim Hardaway Jr., Bertans, like, no. Like,
1: I was just about to ask, what no. do you think Dallas would give? No. <laughs> no. Is, it is, Josh, Adam, is kind Josh of Green Green that?
4: Is, is Josh Green and 10 realistic? I'd almost rather that? have that. I think that's way too much value for Aiden right now. i that's, 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 that's my hey, point. It, that's my point. Inspirings
2: and contributors? If, like, if Phoenix can get value for Aiden, absolutely. If they can't, yeah. carry him into the season, see if you can improve the trade value. Someone will get desperate at the deadline. I think they're going to go the... I would call it the Lakers way, but it's really the LeBron way. Um, as much high-level talent as you can, you have no depth, so you rely on veterans that are 34 and above on minimum deals. You can't play any defense. You wonder why 37-year-old guy out of his prime can't guard a 21-year-old in the playoffs, and then you're like, "Man, we should have probably had some more depth in defense." But
1: well, thank goodness none of the Suns' top guys have injury
3: histories. That'd yeah. be a rough strategy. Yeah, very healthy
1: i think the three of the three of them over the past three years Beal's averaged like 50 games a season kd's averaged like 47 and books averaged like 62 i also Mm -hmm. saw this stat the four the big four even though justin slandered eight and earlier the big four (laughs) i'm just calling them the big four because it's the contracts through the 2027 2028 season or the 2026-2027 season. One of the two. They are owed three quarters of a billion dollars.
2: Yep. That's wild. Here's a, here's a question on the injury history. Um, let's pretend Chris Paul ends up on the Clippers. The big three is Chris Paul, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. Which big three between Phoenix and the LA Clippers next season, if you had to put money on it in Vegas, plays more games? Phoenix. Yeah, easily. Yeah. I think so.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: That i mean... We're gonna click I'm almost that in post production. <laughs> yeah. You you could
1: convince me pretty easily that there's a secret clause in Kawhi Leonard's contract that he only has to play one game a week. <laughs> <laughs> You could couldn't <laughs> me. That's what I was gonna say. Is it? it probably maybe wouldn't even be wouldn't be injuries with the Clippers. It's just by choice. Or has by That's PTO. what I was thinking.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, like I know books had injuries. I don't know. I still think he'll play plenty. Um, and then hopefully KD. I mean, they've been unrelated injuries for Kevin Durant. So yeah. we'll we'll see. Um, I would still gamble. I think on Phoenix. But still it's I do think I don't feel a lot of, great about it.
2: A lot of Beals missed games are probably late season. Like I wonder if we actually went and looked at the eighty two game season and looked yeah. at where he missed. It's a good if like, point.
1: A bunch he of could it's have come back. Yeah.
3: yeah. That's fair. Yep. Typical Thunder stuff.
2: Speaking
1: of Chris <laughs> and the Clippers, we got to move on to more slop. But I was thinking today after the trade went through. I don't know how you make the salaries match up. This would be difficult but a trade between the Clippers and the Wizards that sent both Chris and Chris Stapps to the Clippers would actually make some sense. Interesting.
4: Could be like a Norm Powell, Robert Kevington, something like that. With the,
1: with
2: what
4: money? That's
1: what I'm saying. And I don't bring, know how you make the salaries
4: match because that's like Linton. backs
1: into this. That That's $60 million to match. That's yeah. a ton of money. Mm-hmm. But I think Chris Paul and, and Porzingis would fit in yeah. LA with the Clippers. Yeah. I also think the clip could still bring Russell Westbrook back as well.
2: I've got a Porzingis trade for later in the show, just to tease the listeners a bit. Ooh. Is it Porzingis for pick number three? Good God. That had what been Twitter a, told me. That was either a typo or a BS <laughs> aggregation.
1: All right, uh, more slop. Silva, give me the slop sounder.
4: You might say it's a little sloppy.
1: According to Jake Fisher of Yahoo Sports... The Atlanta Hawks and the Dallas Mavericks have discussed a John Collins and pick 15 for Davis Bertons and pick 10 trade, but there's no traction there. Dallas wants Clint Capella instead of John Collins.
4: John Collins trade rumors are like becoming a groundhog level myth at this point (laughs) that I'm tired of seeing every year. (laughs) That's yeah, his I
3: value say. is is, is that is value nobody... really
1: that low like i mean you'd prefer capella over him
2: what happens first john collins gets traded or Mitchich comes in place for the finder i <laughs>
1: don't know no people have been tweeting that name on the internet recently and i'm just getting like perpetually more pissed off hey, he signed a new nba agent he's still out there you know what i don't give a I shit just to pitch it. hey that he's gets a lot of retweets four years though.
2: old yeah what are our thoughts on this slop? Is this fine? I think that the Mavs, I think it's less of a slander on John Collins. The Mavs want a real big. They've, yeah. they've done this thing for a few years now where they just don't have a real five. They don't, they don't need the guy to even be like a primary score. Just go gobble up 10, 12, 14 rebounds, score eight to 12 points, double, double machine. You're good. And that's, that's exactly what Capella is. He's not going to be this flashy John Collins. I'm going to put you on a poster, step back three, do what I can't do. He's gonna go do his job,
4: and do we assume Atlanta just takes lively if they in in this situation? I almost mm. think
1: they wouldn't take lively. you're right,
4: you're right, you're right.
1: Yeah, that's
4: what I would do. I just want. If I was, call and if I was to Dallas, Dallas or... I'd
1: just not do this trade and take lively. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But do you think Dallas is
1: actually gonna make the right decision? No, no. no, no you right got no. so much pressure. To I mean, Nick says now. they need a traditional big like. Did they not just go spend like $10 million a year for JaVale McGee because they thought that was a good plan? Hey,
2: he's a champion, did not they? Championship pedigree, (laughs) Silva.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, next piece of slop. Jake Fisher says, OKC is a team that would consider trading down in this draft just so we're all on the same page. Woj has said OKC will trade up. Fisher has said OKC could trade down. Gavoni has said OKC probably has made a promise. I think the only thing we haven't heard is that OKC is trading out.
3: So which <laughs> Wait, one is it, I am it, boys? here to report tonight.
2: <laughs> oh, boy. I, th- I think wording is everything, though. I think what Fisher said was rival teams believe the Thunder could be willing to trade back. Shocking. Correct.
3: Correct. which is
2: aggregated. And then that tweet was aggregated Correct. and turned into Oklahoma city is one of the teams willing to trade down
3: it. Th- we've talked
1: about this. We just didn't use those words, right? Sam Presti is going to get his guy. Sam Presti's big board probably looks different than every other team's big board. Every team's big board is unique. Don't, regardless of what, you know, the ringer and ESPN and the athletics big boards look like. That's not how teams work. Presty's going to get his guy. If he can do it at, 18 and get an extra asset. Why wouldn't you do that? Will it be annoying and I'll be punching my computer? Probably, but it's, it's, it means that he can get his guy there. It's not that, you know, there's not some weird other motive to it. It's just, why not get the most that you can for the guy that you want? Totally agree. I don't see a trade back in the sense that like people are talking, Oh, trade 12 to get the two Brooklyn picks or to get the two Utah picks. You're not bringing in two more rookies. Nope. Like they already traded off 37, which, interestingly enough, still no official word on that trade. I think they're waiting until draft night. I think they're going to do yeah. that trade on draft night because if you wait till after the pick is made and after the draft is over, then that mm-hmm. 2029 20, Denver pick just has one more year of protections on it. You can keep kicking it down the yeah. road.
2: I
4: think
1: that's what they're going to do. But I don't see them getting like, what's the utah pick 16 and like 24 or some shit and, like unless that unless you
2: just plan on punting 50 selling it for yeah cash consideration I, I don't or... think
1: i think 50 is going to be like a stash guy or a two way cuz yeah, you got three two ways now night.
2: you know and why not punt that one and take both your rookies or first rounders
1: but are you going to put a first rounder on a two way deal like i'm just saying i don't
2: no i think they no, like the guys that are on the roster, roster now exactly. they're
1: going to let a guy walk uh probably dario saric
2: or you let lindy waters go play somewhere else That's And you bring in a guy, guy you like like to Justin's point if it if Brooklyn has 21 and 22 whatever it is and there's two guys Presti loves in the same there's tier plenty of guys that I think you're comfortable saying sorry man we just don't have room for
3: you that was kind of my thing is like if, if you're at 12 and you think there's a similar tier of players from 12 to 16 12 to to next point 21 like yeah if you can get a guy you still are comfortable with Still high on your draft board or in comparison to who you would have taken at 12 and still get additional assets. You absolutely do that 10 times out of 10. But the other thing, I mean, I think Justin nailed this on the head is I think these are rival teams speculating. <laughs> this is obviously not sources saying this to Jake Fisher from the thunder.
5: Um,
3: and they're speculating that because Presley listens to all trades where there's other GMs in the league who just immediately shut those conversations out. And then finally, the last thing I had here is that the, The Thunder love throwing out smoke. They tell some teams are willing to trade back for more assets like this while exploring possibilities to trade up with other teams, which we haven't heard for very specific reasons. And so they'll do their due diligence. They'll lay them all out on a board. They'll rank them and then proceed from there uh, depending on how the draft plays out, right? So – Again, just because we've heard this re- quote-unquote report doesn't mean the Thunder are looking to trade up as much as they are to potentially trade back and uh, consolidate assets. I've got a
1: question for you guys real quick. In thinking about all this trade up, trade back, stay put, trade out, whatever, we've talked about it on this show before. You're not building an entire trade in the five minutes that a team is on the clock once you're like, oh my god, you, Taylor Hendricks is there at nine call Utah. Hey, do you want to talk about a train and start building it? Like, hmm. you have to have the frameworks already in place. Like, I, I just logically, I think that's a thing. Do you think NBA GMs on draft night all have, like, I don't know, a secret channel where they all talk? That way they know what's... Almost like you're, like, fantasy all, draft. You're on a like Discord. A, like like phone? Yeah, like like a Discord or a Slack. <laughs>
2: we like this weird way where you can just like message somebody that is across. I'm saying, the country. do you think like
1: they're all like in the chat him, in like a group chat voice and it like <laughs> NBA cool dudes? Someone <laughs> is saying like, hey, we're gonna take this guy next, and just so everyone a, else can start working their yeah, deals. Like, just a private subreddit, or is it just a whole bunch of back channeling? <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's, just, it is.
2: Uh, it is like the lower level front office scout yeah. folks that are talking to the other low level. Scout folks that are getting intel back and forth and then you gotta feed that info up. It's, and like it's all Money like Ball. we actually trust this. It's
1: the Jonah Hill character.
4: <laughs> I haven't seen Moneyball. What? Jake. I've i I've seen about twenty five minutes of it on TikTok. That's all you need. <laughs> that gets the <a> point across. <laughs> I just think it's, it's a GM app though. That's a great idea.
1: We should yeah. make that. Probably oh,
4: hey, I'm interested in Zion. Anybody uh what do you guys want for him?
1: It's almost like a Facebook marketplace but for like players. <laughs> It's ebay, put your bids in post. we're on the clock
4: uh, uh, pj tucker's yeah. looking for his next home
1: <laughs> all right just a little bit more slop as we move on here kobe buffkin balal Kulabali, and Derek lively have all been moving up draft boards and most of the like the big draft guys like gavoni or Vicini, are saying that those are three names that could go in the lottery All three of them to OKC, obviously. Hey, they promised all three of them at the same time.
2: (laughs) I hope Musk goes top 11. That would just be fantastic.
1: If those three guys go in the lottery, that means three lottery guys are getting pushed out
2: of the lottery. right? That's my point. Which is wild. So if
1: you had to choose three lottery guys that don't go lottery, who is it? Grady, I, Dick.
3: Think, I think Grady Dix yeah. Oh,
2: Justin, of course. You oh, had to bring I down. couldn't
3: wait. That's the one. I, I couldn't wait. Ready. Uh, it uh, depends what you think about Case Wallace. Um, yeah.
2: Maybe if 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 Case if Kobe goes, uh, oh, top another good one like lottery, then it probably pushes out a guard like
3: Casein. Yeah. I mean, and again, I know he was mentioned here, but like Derek Lively, if a Kobe Bufkin or Cool does jump in the lottery. I see a lively sliding back even though there's all this hype, this recent hype. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't completely buy that. Um, Can I throw out a name? And I know that's... Nick's like the big draft guy
1: here. So he's probably going to get offended. But I'm just going to throw out a name. What about Asar Thompson? Ooh, spicy. Is there a chance he just slides? Spicy.
2: I think there's a chance he goes at six. But in theory, I mean, that that's the thing with these polarizing prospects is if there's a team that Makes a ton of sense at six that doesn't take him at six, then maybe yep. seven, eight, nine I have no interest in that archetype and he falls to ten. Or then maybe yep. the team that would take him at ten, the Mavs, they trade out and it's to a team that's looking for a big and they take light. You, you never know. Yeah. Yep.
1: And it just takes one team. Like we found out with Josh Giddy. Josh yep. was marked like 11, 12, 13. But when the Thunder found out that Golden State was going to take him at seven, they had to take him at six. You know? So it's interesting. Um, blog Kulabali apparently has sent measurements Long over boy. to, uh, probably the only acceptable big time, like socially acceptable time for a man to measure himself and <laughs> send those images to other people to a prospective um, employer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, measurements came out good. He's what six, eight with a seven, two wingspan, uh, some big old hands. The, the video of them measuring him,
3: <laughs> you know what was, they say about big old hands. Come was, on.
1: It was interesting. And it got me thinking, should we do that? What? Go on. Like, four of the five of us will the be un-contested at Summer combine. League. Should we do an We're uncontested combine? And we'll all measure our heights and our wingspans and our hand sizes. And all... that Sounds great. I think we should do it. I think it'd be fun. I think mean, Justin win every so category, you but you sure. Guys should
4: do it for sure. I think Silva um, might
1: win, like, biggest positive wingspan. Uh, I, I think so. Yeah, I'm, Silva's I'm, got some long arms. I don't have that category. I found this long. out whenever we were in Vegas last year, and this man slept like he is in his coffin. Oh, yes, yes, I yes. Did. yes.
2: Uh Jacob, Where else am I going to put him? Those measurements... <laughs> God. <laughs> those measurements remind me a lot of a guy who I know you're very fond of. He was a Phoenix son that's now in Brooklyn.
1: Yeah, I mean, he does definitely have the Mikhail Bridges size. You are
2: you are out on Koulibaly, at least as of last week, and things change quickly. Um, how much does his arm
1: length change things? For well, you?
2: no, does, how much does the comp, the potential comp, now that you know his measurements, you know, because Mikael, like your big knock on him, I think, is like the feel, the facilitation, like the, the make things happen. We didn't think Mikhail could do that until he was the guy. In Brooklyn, yeah. and you're like, "Oh wow, like he can do more than like Kulabali is a very, very uh, boxed in role player at Mets ninety two or was because their season's over." Does does seeing his measurements and thinking about that comparison change your opinion at all?
1: Not a whole lot. I mean, it's impressive, but I know Presty loves size for position. I just he's just not my guy. Now, if they draft him at twelve, that would be at what about seven forty five on Thursday. Give me to like ten thirty, after a few All YouTube in. videos. Yeah, Jacob would be buying a Metropolitan's ninety two Koulibaly jersey by eleven. People. That'd actually be kind of dope.
4: <laughs> and we, we are, should
2: do uh, Metropolitan ice cream sandwiches T shirts.
4: Hey,
1: but with Neapolitan? that death metal
4: ne- font,
2: no, that's the point. That's oh, the point. okay. Yes. Sorry,
1: I'm slow. Catch me up. <laughs> Uh, I think that's all the slop <laughs> I wanted to go through
3: so <laughs> on like, that note. Well.
2: <laughs> let's get to the fun stuff. Let's let's talk yeah. uh, Thunder Trades.
3: All right, we
1: will do that right trades. on the other side of this break.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
1: All right, we are back. Gentlemen, before we dive into the trades, the meat of the podcast, just real quick, I wanted to go through not a lot of context, but this is the last time that we're probably all going to be on this podcast before the Thunder make a draft selection. So I, or the draft is officially on, I guess. So I want us to all get on record now. We're all going to give one guy that is a trade-up guy that we want. You can't say Wemby, you can't say Scoot, you can't say Brandon Miller. We, I think we are all in agreement they're not getting top three. <laughs> not so a trade-up guy between 4 and 11, <laughs> a guy you'd like them to take if they stay at 12, and a trade-back guy if they slid back to 17, 18, whatever. Sound good? Let's start with your trade-up guy, Taylor.
3: I mean, Jairus Walker probably tops the list for a lot of the reasons you mentioned, Jacob. Um I know the shot, the outside shot particularly is still a work in progress, but there's a lot of things to be excited about there. I mean, obviously just like his size, athleticism, and then he is a really great playmaker and connector, something we talked a lot about with this team. Uh, obviously we have the Poku connector, the Poku nectar joke, but there are a lot of players on this team that, that I don't know, He, I think he could fit in seamlessly in that regard, but also possesses a lot more offensively as well in terms of creating his own shot, being able to bully down low, and the idea of him and Chet both down low, uh, kind of covering for each other uh, in regards to protecting the rim defensively, and and I don't know. I, I think it could be really exciting and a lot of fun. could be a lot of fun highlights, especially with some of our playmakers like J-Dub, Giddy, and Shea. Um, so that would probably be my first one, but Anthony Black comes in a, in a quick second. I'm curious if any of you guys have him on your list. But I think he just fits in seamlessly in, in regards to what the Thunder look for, what they've drafted for previously. I talked a lot about this on the the previous uh, podcast last week, so I won't go into depth here. But that that'll be the second one, I think, right there behind Jarris.
1: Taylor is incredible at that. Not a lot of context, just the name <laughs> part of the instructions.
3: That's not a lot of context oh, for Taylor. I didn't even hear that. I, I'm still trying to come Justin up my trades.
1: Not a lot of context, just a name. Who was your trade up guy <laughs> in 1976? There was um, <laughs> Jairus Walker. It's got to be Jairus Walker. I mean, I think, I think incredible talent, but I think could fit seamlessly on this team.
2: Nick, who's your guy? Taylor Hendricks. Um, I know Jacob is an uh, opposite end of the spectrum kind of guy when it comes to this, but I think Oklahoma City is at a point now where they can draft guys that are uh, best off ball. You don't have to have everybody that's that's able to create. And I think he is the perfect two-way four that can slide down to the three, slide up to the five, do everything for you off ball, catch and shoot. Perfect fit.
1: I get Jeremy Grant vibes from him a lot. Hmm. Um, you guys know my guy is Walker. I was watching some more Jairus Walker stuff last night. Just his connective passing. Really, he has, I don't know if you guys have seen the play. There's a highlight of Jairus where he gets lobbed uh, alley-oop and he goes up to get it and two guys crash on him and he catches the oop and reroutes it to the open guy in the corner for three. And I'm just like, God damn, put that in my veins, please. Silva, <laughs> so, who's your trade-up guy?
4: It's Jairus, but I'm I'm becoming more and more open to Taylor Hendricks as well. I'd be happy with either. Same. We all like the bigs moving up, kind of these big forward type guys.
1: Um, your stay place at 12 guy, Taylor, who is it? <sighs>
4: I am still
3: so torn on this. Uh,
4: it's really difficult. There's like a lot. I
3: know there's yeah. I I think I'm gonna go Kobe Bufkin here. I am um, getting more and more intrigued with the idea Derek Lively, but Jacob, you've talked a lot about this on previous podcasts. I don't think it's likely. Um, <laughs> no pun intended that they would <laughs> that they would draft him. It just doesn't make. It does not fit what the Thunder have looked for previously. Um, and Cool Bali is such a project that I just don't think he would have the opportunity to fully develop and reach his full potential like he would in a Toronto or a Utah jazz team. Uh, so, for those reasons, I'm going Kobe Bufkin because I like him a lot in this range and think he fits a lot of what Preston would look for in a prospect. Justin? I'm going Derek Lively. Suck it, Taylor. <laughs> I think
1: Lively. Tall boys represent. Tall boys. Tall boys represent. I think Lively. And the acrobatics and the lob threat that he brings to this team. Like, I don't care that Chet's there too. Por que no los dos. Put him on. I'm I'm in. I'm in on Derek Lively. Now, will he still be there at 12? That we'll find out on draft night. Nick, who's your stay put at 12 guy?
2: Koulibaly. Similar reasons as Hendricks. I think he's proven he can play uh, a secondary role very, very well. Um, I think the Thunder have a ton of guards and a ton of, Forwards, but not a lot of wings. I think he's a great fit.
4: Silva, who's your guy? Well, it changes by the hour, but at this <laughs> moment in time, it's Case and Wallace. <laughs> I think Kate.
1: Uh, I'm kind of torn between Case and Buffkin. I think I'm going Case and Wallace. Just got that dog in him. Although you, you can't buy any of the smoke, but somebody said they talked to some prospect who had a workout with kobe who said he's a bad mfer and i was like i want a bad mfer put the bad (laughs) mfer on my team
2: the reality is every one of these dudes that are lottery talents are bad mfers there's a reason they're here
1: would you say usman jang is a bad mfer i think i
2: think if you were to go to a workout with usman jang i think you'd be like that's a bad -er." mfer we he's he's he's, he's that passive guy in games but if you had a workout like one of those hoodie mellow workouts,
1: he had one last year before the draft. Was, just go watch him in the G League, bro. I don't think I would. Be I would like does. to go work out with Usman Jang and him just cuss me out.
2: But <laughs> it doesn't brain, make him a brain, bad effort.
1: <laughs> yeah, it does. If you to really like sh- cuss somebody out, like Usman, punch me, like beat my ass. You want players that, what, that sounds that's, that's, like a... oh man. <laughs> yeah, that's.
5: I want to see the fight out of the kid.
1: Work that out with your therapist, man. <laughs> JD, who is your trade back guy?
4: Oh, it's Leonard Miller. Uh, originally, I was. <laughs> Lenny Longboy. Yeah, he keeps sliding back in drafts, and uh, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not a draft expert, so I follow their lead. He's sliding back, so the is, and I, I liked him at 12 initially, but if, if the Gavonis and fasinis of the world think he sh- he is, uh, better later on in the lottery, I'd be cool with that.
1: Nick, who's your trade back guy?
2: His teammate Sissoko. Mm. Um, Nick just wants
1: the French guys.
2: Maybe so. He's, he's, he's always been a defensive prospect. So you can hang your hat on if he doesn't work out offensively. He at least has some upside defensively. He's grown a bunch. He's like six, eight in shoes. Now super long wingspan improved three point shot. And nobody talks about the fact that he's a really, really good passer. So I think he checks the boxes.
1: Justin, this is both a prediction and a backhanded uh, comment. Greedy Dick. Oh. Wow. I I
2: like that. Okay, so you I hate, hate Grady Dick, but if they I trade hate back and dick. got him at 15, you'd be exactly. okay. If oh. you can trade
1: back and bring in something else, why not? I'll Taylor? get on board. I'll get on board the dick train at that point. <laughs> I think it's the we'll Wienermobile. On, the... <laughs> no, no. Did you guys know Oscar Meyer changed the name of the Wiener mobile? What is it? What? I saw that. It's now called the Frank Mobile. <laughs> I don't like it. Why are you laughing? So that's not that funny.
3: It it is worse. It is.
4: We had a (laughs) conversation. We we said slop becomes hot dogs earlier, and now we've just come full circle on that conversation. (laughs) Uh, I'll try and
3: be unique here. Um, and give a name that you all haven't mentioned. I'm not like extremely high in Jordan Hawkins, but I think he is high value for this range if they were to trade back. I think Hawkins would fit on this team really well. Uh, and the other one that I kind of, I don't know, I just continue to be intrigued by as he's rose up draft boards through the pre-draft process. And uh, the combine is uh, Olivier Maxence Prosper. I think he is a player who fit really well with this team uh, offense. still a question mark, particularly from outside, but man, he, uh, he, he has impressive length uh, and, and is a really good defense prospect in, and, in, and, high basketball IQ, which we know Pressy looks for. So those are probably the two I'd be looking at.
1: I'm with JD. Give me Lenny Longboy. <laughs> I like it. I, I'd be down for Lenny. Well, All right. <laughs> <laughs> Any other Some thoughts? Some of these comments ever... are unhinged. I know. I I know. Shout we're out like, to the comment section. Our chat <laughs> is off the rails. I can't keep a
3: straight face. No, I can't. That's
1: I love cool. it. The degenerates are out tonight. Yep. They're out for blood. (laughs) All right, we're going to take another break. On the other side, we are going to trade every pick in the NBA Draft Lottery. All right, we are back. Gentlemen, we all love to talk about NBA Draft Trades. Apparently, if you uh, listen to the slop... Pick two, pick three, pick four, pick five, pick seven, pick nine, pick 10, pick 12, all available on draft night. So I got this deranged idea that we should trade all of them. Redo the lottery order, trade every lottery pick. So for the remainder of the podcast, that is our task. With one exception, we're not trading pick number one. We know they're not trading 1B. It's not happening. If you called and offered like Shea, Chet, Dub, and every single first-round pick, would they say yes? They would not. No. Do you think they think about it for a little bit? They would not. Shea, Chet, and Dub. Uh, They've already started Dub printing us. out shirts and st- like. No, I saw that he signed a Spurs jersey, a custom-made Spurs one B jersey awesome. over in in France, which is pretty cool. cool. Um, all right, we are trading every single lottery pick. It can be trades within the lottery, like pick nine and pick five swap. Uh, It could be somebody from outside the lottery trading up into the lottery, but we're going to get new teams in each spot starting at the top. Pick number two, Charlotte Hornets, who are now about to be under new majority ownership. I wish I could buy something and then sell it for like 200 times value. That would be nice. Um, What are our thoughts here? How are we trading pick number two? Are we going just the the Zion Williamson or the Brandon Ingram package here?
2: So, clarification question: This exercise is not just the Thunder trading for two. Correct. No, We're just trading is... every single. Watery pick. Uh, glad I. That's why I'm having put trouble. Myself with the stress of making a trade for the Thunder on every single one of these. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why don't you guys do the league they wide, and I'll the do a Thunder one.
4: Hmm. We got. We can t- we can use some teamwork here and and work on each one. They, they, makes, yeah, and more. and chat
1: get in here as well and help us
4: yeah. out. I
1: think the the most realistic one for two is the New Orleans Pelicans trade of like that's the one bi fourteen. And do you have to throw something else in? Is it like I Bi fourteen and um, future pick? Oh, it could be a future pick. Why am I going blank? Who was the the guard they took last year? Tyson? Oh,
4: Dyson Daniels. Um,
1: Dyson Daniels.
4: No. Daniels. Like does yeah.
1: Bi Dyson and fourteen get them to twelve or get them to two?
2: Oh, I, I was under the impression Bi solo.
1: Bi yeah. and fourteen or just Bi? Just Bi. Mm. I I, think if I'm Charlotte, I wouldn't do it for just that's a Bi. No, for me, dog. What's Probably your reasoning for that?
2: I'm curious. Team.
1: I also think Zion. I think it. number two is really, really valuable in this draft, and I want more.
2: Are you Agreed. assuming it's Scoot at two or Brendan Miller? Doesn't matter.
1: Doesn't matter. If you scoot. want two that bad, you gotta give up
4: give up the goods, scoot. buddy. Scoot is who I'm thinking is also. I would take Scoot as well.
3: <laughs> I think BI is, really is, is very and good. he's like
4: twenty mm-hmm.
1: I couldn't uh, believe how young he was.
2: That's uh, I mean I, I know it's it's always really easy pre-draft for like you always have this hypothetical upside like there's a also a chance on the charlotte side they draft a guy that's doesn't end up being anything like they've yep. got some ptsd from james book right. like you're telling me you don't want a guy that's proven that's very fair you know
3: my vote is for pick number two we do bi and 14
2: i think that's that's a good compromise so,
3: so no what, zion yeah that's the i had zion Gordon Hayward, Dennis Smith, James I think Charlotte like, would
1: prefer B.I. over Zion. I agree.
3: I think they probably would too, but I don't know.
2: Do you guys view Gordon Hayward as a negative asset they have to attach or as a positive yes. asset?
4: Okay. A negative asset. He also is expiring. So that, uh, All right. Am I punching some... this in? Punch it. Punch it in. 14 Punch and B.I. Black, raw.
1: So this is going to uh, not Portland, <laughs> I'm sorry, New Orleans, and they are going to take Scoot. Yeah, very good. All right, we just traded two lottery picks because now Brown. fourteen instead belongs to Charlotte. We'll make their pick later on in the show. Wait, down are we carrying all this stuff through? Oh, what? Jacob. What do you mean? Yeah. Oh my gosh. He's track. We gotta re- trade every trade single them. one of them.
4: He's oh keeping God. track. It's fine.
2: Okay, so let's let's. Okay, we talk thunder at the end of every one of these.
4: Yeah, Dude, uh, you're
2: sure. gonna hate all of them because you everyone's in love with the guys that are on their own, ro- yeah, on their own roster. Um, but what I think it would actually take is should be drinking your drink, J Dub, Trey Man, and a future top eight protected pick for Gordon Hayward and pick two.
3: I I think that's very reasonable. For both teams,
1: I think that's a reasonable ask. I don't want to do it. Yeah, well, obviously,
2: yeah right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying the these point. are that's not the listing point. a trade that I'd love to do with every team, but I think that's what it would if
3: take. If the as Thunder a, as a were to make an offer for this pick, I agree. That's probably what it would take. Dort and I Thurman almost think it'd take a little more than that. Picks.
2: I agree. Really? I agree. Probably, probably, to throw in twelve.
4: Yeah. 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 Well, you're right. I hate. You might even want. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're gonna hate all of them because they're thunder.
1: <laughs> you have any more for two? Or are we going on?
2: No, move it.
4: Now we can go on.
1: Pick three belongs to the Portland Trailblazers. What is the trade?
2: I've got one for you. I'm hmm. ready. I'm gonna see if my screen will share. Oh boy, it's a big oh, one. It's gonna oh be multimedia.
1: Multimedia. Is. Nick, back at it again.
2: <laughs> yeah, but it, I didn't. I didn't do any real work to put this together. Here it is.
1: We got the Prezi. Oh my god, I can't even read that.
2: How do I zoom in on it? Hold on. What is this? A screenshot Goodness. for ants? Here we go. Okay. <laughs> so a it's lot. a three-teamer. Oh my the Thunder, god. the Blazers, and the Pacers. Okay. The Thunder Why is this
0: get, exercise
2: so complicated? <laughs> the Thunder get three and seven in this deal. Okay. Good okay. grief. So the, Thunder, so the Thunder are giving up Dort, Joe, Poku, 12, and two future first rounders.
1: Oh, shit. Yeah. Do it. Sign it.
2: Okay. Send it okay. In. Press me. okay. Hold on. This is hold like on.
3: NBA 2K GM.
2: So I want you to tell me which team would say no. Uh, Blazers are giving up three Nurkic and Simons. So a good chunk, but they're getting back Miles Turner, Buddy Heald, Lou Dorrit, Isaiah Joe, Chris Dorte.
1: Hey, they're going to lose in the first
2: round. I mean, they're upgrading center from Nurkic to Turner.
3: Yeah. No, up, Makes sense. They're giving
2: up Simons, but getting back a bunch of good guards um, and good
3: contracts.
2: Right. It's a, it's so I, I think depth. that for the Pacers, they're pretty much giving up seven, the Buddy Miles duo that's been on the block forever, and Dorote. But in return, they're getting Simons, who I think is a good young player to, to be next to Halliburton they're getting Poku, they're getting 12, so Julius moving back from 7 to 12. Two future first-rounders, and they're taking on Nurk.
1: I think the
3: Pacers say no. I agree.
2: What more do they I need, party do think?
3: Pooper If I say all these teams say no, because...
2: No, because it would never happen.
3: Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> mm, I don't know what more... Uh... I don't
3: know if I love this.
2: For the Thunder? I... You're telling me you wouldn't give up Lou Dort... Isaiah Joe, who they signed on a minimum last year. Yeah. Poku, who's about to need a new contract. And a couple of decent first-round picks for three and seven.
3: I would oh, imagine. yeah. No, I, I do I love that, that would certainly do I don't know. That. I just feel so unrealistic.
2: Oh, yeah. we're, on a, we're on a podcast talking about trading every lottery pick, Taylor. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: don't bring
5: logic in. Yeah, this. Yeah, but mine's
3: actually realistic. Okay. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. <laughs> not it's actually not because i tried yes. to do something that's not the pelicans because that's what everybody's <laughs> going to try and do is get the pelicans trip three so i went a different route and went with the utah jazz because they have a lot of assets and i can see that being a team who honestly should be looking to trade up into the top two or three and get a franchise player uh, to build around long term in this rebuild. rebuild so if they were to do that, in my opinion, they're going to have to move off their "quote unquote" superstar, who I think is kind of in like a Julius Randall kind of thing, where like his value is so high right now, he looks so great, but is he really this guy? I'm not so sure. Larry Markin, uh, their 16th 2023 first round pick, and then like an additional first, I just threw in the 2025 first year just for uh, shits and giggles because you know you need something there placeholder for Anthony Simons in that number three pick. So, Jazz get uh, uh, basically Scoot Henderson in this situation would be my assumption. I think they only Scoot's do the already second. off
1: the board. He got taken at two.
4: Oh, He's gone, Taylor.
3: Actually, Markkinen's
2: untouchable regardless. who's
4: on the board. Brandon Miller's yeah, still like a pretty good pick. I, I think
1: right. I like your framework here, Taylor. But I think it takes Markkinen and nine to get to three, not Markkinen yeah. and sixteen or seventeen or
3: whatever it was, and then an additional first. Or I think that crush, might get it done.
2: Okay. I, th- I think like hot take. I think that I forgot we took skew. They could call Utah and say three for Markin straight up, and Utah would say no.
1: I could see it, but
2: Markin their Shea. Yeah, no, I
1: get yeah, it. I definitely get it. I just, don't know I think I'd still right. do it.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that I'm sure that Jazz fans are saying Shea was a, a, a blip this season. It's not going to be able to maintain this. They'd trade him for three. Markin is like also Utah's Danny savior. H.
3: Also, Danny. Inge. Danny, he's one Well, well the, the game, Utah
1: right? ones, the, the leader in the clubhouse right now, because that's the only not insanely convoluted <laughs> need a microscope to read the trade
3: machine transcript. One we have so far, okay? So, sh- we probably should go ahead and discuss then <laughs> the um, the Pelicans.
1: The Pelicans already made the trade, Taylor. Oh, where wait. have you
3: been? But well, I thought we we're going pick by pick, not like literally carries like, this over,
1: apparently. He's doing hey, holistically. He's writing I fan thought. Fic. We're
3: going pick by pick, not like it's, this is the what about, about, the mock draft where we
1: trade everything. Here's, here's an off the wall one. Minnesota, Minnesota gets involved with what? Pick? It's a three
2: for pick three. You You're doing the cat thing? I'm sending out cat. I think says it. hell I hang no. Up,
1: I hang up the phone. I think it has to be ant cat and oh.
2: cat and dame both make sixty mil here in a few years. No problem. Hey, catch changed the game forever. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yes. his, his play and win was bigger than the Nuggets championship.
4: Exactly. Yeah, what, if if keep, what if we keep? What
2: if we keep Knicks framework
1: and we go just Pacers and blazers, and blazers and Blazers slide back four spots. Wait for what? That's interesting. And they pick up. They pick up Miles Turner. They pick up uh, uh, Benedict Matherin.
4: Oh, Miles Turner, Ben Math, and seven for Buddy. No,
3: Duarte instead of Math.
1: Uh, uh, if I'm Portland, <laughs> I have no interest
3: in Chris Duarte. He's a cheap wing. I just don't think Mathurin. I feels like we're not lot. giving up Matherin. No way. Yeah. No
2: way.
1: What, no what's way. the middle ground between Duarte and Mathurin then?
2: I think it's Buddy Heald and Miles M- Turner, but that's like $60 million they can't bring in which is why I had to bring in Oklahoma City Thunder to facilitate this yes. trade.
3: That's a fair so point. And also get the this? Thunder
1: the two picks. Yes, <laughs>
2: of course.
3: In a completely unbiased manner.
2: Yeah, I mean, Jacob, you're going to be so pissed when they bring in Scoot Henderson and Jarrus Walker, <laughs> and then this trade is so dumb.
1: <laughs> if, Even if I'm if on Portland cal- for
3: those two. Yeah. If separate.
1: Portland called OKC, Scoot's off the board. The next best available is Brandon Miller. If Portland called, oh, I'd love that, and just said Chet for three.
3: No, no, no. Yeah,
1: just making sure. Good grief. I'm, I'm on team hell Get no. I would,
3: I would make the same um, hypothetical proposal that they did for Evan Mobley, which was like Dort and every single pick you could ever ask for. Yeah, I don't um, think Portland would do that. In that. No. That's the issue
4: exactly. Charlotte should consider that, but they won't.
1: So, what's the trade we're going with?
4: Taylor is awesome uh, trade. Well, we could do Nick's trade that looked like a detective trying to figure out who the Zodiac killer is. <laughs> <sighs> Cuz oh, I don't man. have any. It's not like I have anything. We'd I was love capturing hard. all the implications of that trade. I was hoping Scoot Yeah, yeah there. Jacob, Jacob, Jacob,
1: type yeah. type that out in your I spreadsheet we were going partner. To pick my pick. <laughs> what? Oh, you're you're crazy.
4: Yeah. I was hoping Scoot would be there. It's going to be a 6-hour podcast. No know shit. We got to I say
1: I say we go with the Utah and marketing but that's just me. Sure, maybe not?
2: Maybe okay. Let's, let's have fun here. Hold on, let's have fun here.
1: Are you not having fun already, Nick? <laughs> we the Pelicans, the Pelicans trade
2: Zion for three.
4: They get two and three? Yes. Oh, <laughs> cool. Two and three. Hold. Why not? <laughs> let's get weird. Let it rip. That
1: makes no sense, but it's easy to type out.
4: Technically the yeah, thing for it's Zion.
3: <laughs> His uh, baby I mama. Think I, I,
1: I think I'd like stick he. with Utah. But, Let's uh, do the Utah one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it gets traded to Utah, who takes Brandon Miller because culturally that's a great fit. Um, for what was it, pick nine, and Markinen. and that means pick nine is now owned by the Blazers. Pick number four, Houston.
4: Yeah, I had one loaded up, but it involves. You know what? It could still happen. This can can still happen because technically Scoot is still there. Mm -hmm. So the Rockets are trading Jalen Green and four for Scoot. Hmm. Oh, they're moving up to two. Yes. That's kind of fun. They've finally opened their eyes to the real world. To trade up to two?
2: Jalen Green for two spots?
4: Yeah. Hmm. It's Charlotte, Nick. (laughs) Yeah, I'm extremely
1: biased against Houston. I don't know if
3: Jalen is yeah. not great. I have uh, good. I don't know if he's great. I, I, I again, just kind of throwing stuff out there. i um, doing this on the fly, but KPJ and then salary. So throw in your two million dollar contract, whether it's Garuba or whoever it may be. So KPJ salary filler, uh, the fourth overall pick for OG. Is that way too much for OG? There's part of me that feels like it is, but that also is probably what's uh, going I think to that's take. what
1: Toronto thinks OG because, is worth. Yeah. yeah. Right.
3: Right. <laughs> yeah, Toronto's insane. And also another... Houston's a team that's
2: like probably would do it. Yeah. I've I've got I've got uh number four for Trey Man, Usman Jang, twelve, and Houston's pick next year back.
3: See, I think that I'd do that oh, in a heart that makes sense. Oh, I don't know if Houston would. Right, because it's not a win-now trade. I think it makes sense. But they them. don't have to win now if they have their pickback. Right? Well,
2: that kind of changes everything for them. That it kind of opens doors B and C. They don't have just door A anymore. No,
3: I, 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 yeah. I completely. It's just it's, you know. I it's, think it's for Houston this one, up. Houston has to get a win-now piece. Right. Even I think the OG, OG or or
2: is Dylan Brooks is going to be in free agency. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I mean,
1: I would
3: argue,
2: I would argue getting your pick back means you don't have to waste your money on Dylan Brooks and free agency and James Harden free agency. And I don't
1: think that's the reason I don't think getting those guys is like, Oh, we have to get them because we might OKC okay our pick. I think it's just their owner it? is incredibly short-sighted it's, it's and says, yes, exactly. Well, it's time to win now. So
3: change of plans exactly nick i agree with you 110 percent. but it, i'm with jacob i it's for uh, yeah i don't think i don't Marcus. think the pick is
1: what is motivating them to do this. they don't care about like in the, the, the slightest campaigns.
3: they care about revenue oh, yeah. so who
1: who's I who's another win now guy who's another win now guy for them that they could trade for four Jalen brown i uh, see i don't think boston does that i think boston no. just wants to run it back no
3: either, but there is that connection there
1: i, I think don't. the toronto one is good if we go og or pascal
3: yeah, Pascal's a, a, honestly another good one there instead of OG. Mm. Now, what are you giving up in that situation? Like would you ask for an additional pick from Toronto probably? I think I think you'd swap picks. You 14, yeah. And Siakam for four yep. four. I like that. That works. And then Kevin Porter Jr. That's for working. salary matching purposes.
1: Or it they could just to wait to to do this after the new
2: like
3: Calendar, fourteen and who?
1: Siakam. Or fourteen and OG. I don't care. They're interchangeable to me.
2: Who has fourteen? Toronto Raptors. They have thirteen. Oh, oh, oh. yeah.
1: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, where, where was there a trade sorry. I missed? Okay. No. Yeah. That you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Try to
2: keep up.
3: Uh,
2: I. Meh. I feel like the Rockets should never, ever, ever do that. And the Raptors should do it yesterday. Yeah. So it's a good trade. <laughs> for time purposes,
1: are we doing yes. OG or are we doing Jimmy. Siakam?
2: Siakam. I can't, can't wait until we tweet out the results of this and people don't listen we're to the like, pod and realize every one of these was, for time's sake, let's just do it. Yes. They're going to think we're all idiots.
3: Well, they won't I definitely, thought, I definitely thought we were doing each pick in a vacuum. I did too. not like a total yeah. mock draft.
2: Our teacher Jacob is losing his teaching skills and not giving us good instructions.
3: (laughs) We're
1: We're
2: just trading all the picks. No other detail. Just show up ready. So we said Seattle.
3: Yes.
4: (laughs) Yeah. Detroit. Detroit
1: at number five.
4: Uh, I don't like this one. Uh, What do they want from OKC? Is my question to get to walk? Interested in
3: in, like Cam Johnson. <clears throat> but that feels it, gross. You can't trade Cam Johnson. He's a restricted
4: free agent.
2: trade, and that's gross. I'm ready. What is it? It's it's a three teamer. Oh boy. It's not it's not the big got to share my screen kind of trade. Um, <laughs> it's a fr- it's a framework, so we have to talk about it a little bit. So my idea, because I thought it was all Thunder, was Jazz Thunder Pistons three teamer. Okay. Uh, the Pistons get twelve from the Thunder and nine from the Jazz. Five goes to OKC, and then the Jazz get a Killian Hayes package for their number nine pick. And then the Pistons also get some first-round capital in the future as well. But basically moving from five back to nine and 12.
1: And the Jazz move off number nine for Killian
2: Hayes? Killian Hayes package. Listen to my words. That could be <laughs> picks. That could be their players. They want to guard.
3: I said a, uh, a, a a pick package.
1: I'd rather have uh, a cardboard cut out of Killian Hayes. Did it's, you watch Hayes.
2: the Pistons last year? Yeah, he's awful. He can't score until the, like end the, season,
3: the end of the season. Killian matter. Hayes was a
2: lot better last year than he's been in the past.
3: It, which still wasn't good. Yeah, but
2: I it, these people like writing off Killian Hayes as a 21 year old when he when he was not bad last year.
3: I mean, sure, but not relative to a, where he not was with drafted. That pick. It'd have to be a heck of a package.
2: Yes. So you're going to take a, a guy at number nine that could end up being nothing.
1: Yes. Because yes. that
2: is that okay. describes That's about Hayes. Killian Hayes. <laughs> <laughs> you guys didn't watch the Pistons last year then. I, I think did. Pistons fans yes, would listen to this and say, hell no, I'm not trading Killian Hayes for nine. I
3: disagree. I think they would. i that. hard disagree Hardly. with that. Okay. Okay. Just because he played well at the end of the season. Season. Everybody Nick, was Nick. He started in six, six games. Player.
2: What do you mean? Into the season. Barrys started for two <laughs> seasons. Did you watch the Pistons last year? He is. Did you answer the question? Did you, did you watch good, the Pistons, but, or do you see Killian Hayes getting shitted on, on Twitter and just think he sucks? Oh, no,
1: I saw. His I stats. see what Killian Hayes.
2: So you field didn't watch goal the games? Killian Hayes, Hayes is not the Killian Hayes we saw a year and a half, two years ago. He's, he's sure. getting better. I think he's also not a top
1: 10 That's pick. A
3: slow trajectory, though, for like okay. this well, I think there's a
1: better chance Killian Hayes is out of the league in three years than getting <laughs> traded for a number nine pick.
4: Then
2: you haven't
1: watched I,
4: Killian Hayes last year. I That's don't, think, think, Killian Hayes,
1: I don't nice, think Killian Hayes is very good at all.
4: Brewing here between Jacob and I Nick. love this. I yeah. mean, I, arguing when you haven't watched him play, it's like, what, what do you want me to say? I think it's more of his perceived value and what he would actually get traded for around the league is probably...
2: I mean, if you can trade Killian Hayes for nine, trade... Again, it was a package. Trade for you like 12. Killian Hayes and three first-round picks. You keep saying Killian Hayes straight up for nine. That was never the deal.
1: Well, then I would word it as a picks package
2: that has the Killian, Killian Hayes. It's not Hayes. the word picks. It's it's added added a Killian Hayes package. Forgot the word picks. There we go. We're
1: good. salary,
4: yeah. Touche. Any
1: well, other trades have... for Detroit?
4: No. no. I mean no. no.
1: Is there anybody outside of the lottery to trade into the lottery at this point? Cuz we haven't had one of not, those yet. Not with Detroit. Yeah, not with Detroit. All of our trades so far have been lottery pick swap for lottery picks. I think the teams at the top have enough incentive to stay in the lottery at this point. I agree. JD brought up the uh Boston trade.
4: Yeah, I've earlier. Been to, I've been trying to cook some Boston stuff up.
1: That I, don't, I mean, I don't think they're going to move off Jalen. Like, I think their mindset is they're rebuilding the coaching staff and they're – for all the bad that we perceive Boston last year, like, they were in a Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals to be repeat finals, like, contenders, right? Like, not contenders, but finals
2: participants. And then we saw a team with consistency win it all. So that's what they should do is keep it consistent.
1: Yeah, totally agree. Is there another Boston-like team that can trade in here, or do we not think so?
4: I mean, if you go through like the contenders, like the, the Clippers, do we think they they don't really have any assets that these that these teams at the top <laughs> we own them all, hated. right? <laughs> right.
2: I also don't think a contender expects to draft a rookie, albeit a top five rookie, to come in and like make a
4: difference. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It does That's get fair. a little more interesting. Uh, is a new CBA, but no, I, I it has agree to be completely. a contender that wants to like get a little younger and offload some salary. That's kind of the incentive. There
1: is there about- any non contenders that are outside of the lottery that could get in here?
3: Atlanta, like my, my thought 15? goes like
1: maybe like an Atlanta or
3: like a Brooklyn, yep, a Minnesota. I think Brooklyn's an automatic one just because, again, we've talked about this earlier, but they have 21 and 22, as well as all those future Houston picks because of the James mm-hmm. Harden trade, which is.
1: I don't think they're offering Mikhail. I think Mikhail just going to be there.
3: Yep. Um, kind of their shake. Golden, Golden like State.
1: Nick yeah, Nick, what about Golden State Kaminga? You're like Kuminga. the resident Kaminga guy here. Is that <laughs> value? Can you, can you shop the Wise Beat? Five? To be fair. Like Kaminga 19 pool pool.
4: trying trade. to make contracts match up. Is
1: pool
2: a negative asset at this point? I'm not doing that trade. I don't know if he's a negative, but not. Yeah, I'm not doing that trade. What
4: about to Orlando at like 11? Just to, you know, just that think. would that would be more realistic. The one I had actually was Kaminga and pool to 11 for and also Isaac. They get Isaac back. Hmm. Yeah. Why not? Who, who We're you talking about then? cultural
1: fits. I don't know if Jonathan Isaac in San Francisco fits. Well, <laughs> maybe he can keep look. his mouth shut, stay healthy. He's had a hard time of uh, that part, Taylor.
3: <laughs> he wrote a book. <laughs> yeah, he did write a book. Uh, stuff. It's, it's an interesting one. Yeah, mm-hmm. this business one is difficult. It's very difficult. Sacramento has been aggressive, but I, I don't think they're going to be aggressive in trading up. Um, no. they'll be aggressive and looking for the OG and OBEs, um, Kyle mm-hmm. Kuzma's, etc. cetera, uh, in free agency. I don't know. I don't have a good one here. Pits and stay pat. <laughs> they
2: should like, like if we're being they real, should. if anybody's going to stay pat, it's gotta be them. They should. Uh, see
1: after today, I think if anyone work. is going to stay pat, it's going to be Washington.
4: Oh, at unless, yeah. unless Anthony Black That's is
2: fair. rumored to go off the board at
3: That's six. Dude, they, they need, I mean, they it. need a lot yeah. of leverage now. Yeah.
1: They need something. Um, <laughs> Okay. We'll let the Detroit Pistons stay put at five for now. Six, the Orlando Magic. I was
2: thinking about...
1: Is there any swap between five and six? Like Orlando catches when that Detroit's going to take their guy, so they move up one spot?
2: No, because I, I think the Pistons are kind of in a boat where they... Kind of half the draft for positional fit. They've got the bigs. They've got the guards. What if they're going to take a big at five? But they're not going to take a big big like I'm not a five. They're going to take like a Jarris Walker or Uh, Cam Whitmore. There, a
1: big guy that can play. Cam Whitmore is the right choice there. If they took Jarris, I'd just be like,
4: I don't like Jarris. You're going to
1: start a whole bunch of guys that are six
3: eight and taller and maybe can't space the floor yes so that would mean a men would drop to six in this hypothetical if cam goes to four or goes to houston at four and then you take jeris at five a at six with so i could see the piss or sorry the piston's goodness the uh magic trading this pick in this hypothetical if to get up to get a men thompson if he slid here
2: right who who's trading up for a min?
3: like a, a team would if, oh, eighteen. If the Raptors
1: mm-hmm. got up to four in our fake trades here and took, like, that's what uh, makes it difficult. <laughs> uh, Cam Whitmore, and then so at five, a man Thompson is available. Like, could Orlando trade up one spot to get it? No, I, I, I think they
2: Detroit's not going to take them, another super athletic, fast, big guard.
3: I can see the Spurs. I don't in, know in this situation. We like, know who their
2: GM is.
3: <laughs> it's fair. <laughs> Um, I can see the Spurs in this this situation, like trading whatever they could to get back up into the first round, get a a starting Got one and five to
1: to not trade up to trade in to pick five is insane. I had
3: the Spurs
2: trading in a pick six for my fake trade.
1: Wow. Okay, Okay, let's go there. What is it? Um, I'm
2: gonna use my words correctly. A Keldon Johnson pick package. There it is. Okay. So you guys would have See, to I discuss like what
3: the picks lot. are. A, uh... <laughs> Is that
1: it? That's I, interesting because Orlando already has some future pick assets from other trades. What if it was like? I don't know if San Antonio would do this. If it's like Keldon Johnson and Vassell, no, they need a shooter. no, no no, a shooter.
2: no, 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 no.
1: I don't think I would either. But I wonder if that's like what it would take.
2: No, but no. I, I, I think the Magic are ready to be halfway decent like they they. Act, yeah. like, well the Thunder got all the attention last year for surging like the Magic for a little bit there were like yeah. wow they're actually kind of on the rise too they yeah. get a more proven guy like Do a Keldon Magic would
1: prefer Keldon Johnson or Devin Vassell
3: oh Vassell oh easily Vassell
1: but
4: to next point like you gotta extend him yeah you want that I'd on your plate either would be I would awesome. too but I would, at what price that's always the question either would be awesome there I think
2: yeah I think I think if the Spurs are going to trade in, it's going to have to be one of those two they're dangling.
1: I agree. Cool. Let's do it at six. We'll do um, the Spurs get back in, and the trade is for we're going Johnson or Vercel here.
4: Johnson, all the same. Yeah. Elden Johnson.
1: Johnson is the okay, trade plus likely plus a lot of picks. Um, we only have two more picks: seven Indiana Pacers and eight the Washington Wizards.
4: Hmm. Any It'd thoughts on spot. either of those? I can't Indiana's in a weird spot because I can't tell like how soon they're trying to win. Like, do they want to get back into the eight and sweepstakes? Well, we'll move.
3: Move. they've been linked to Kyle Kuzma, so like I think they're yeah, they're definitely not trying sure. To that answers moves. the question. Yeah, no. No.
4: <laughs> fair no, Like, what direction <laughs> is paper, that? In? Yeah, right.
3: It's not yeah. going to You're get you talking up there. Wizards. No, uh, Pacers.
2: Uh, oh, you said they're interested in Kyle Kuzma,
3: right? Yes, yeah, yeah, I thought you were talking sorry. Wizards. Yeah, gotcha. Um,
2: yeah, yeah. I, my opinion, and this is the cop out answer like Detroit, one of Jarvis and Taylor's gonna fall, and what they need is a power forward. If I'm Indiana, like I'm taking calls, sure, let's hear what you got. I think they're Agreed. in the perfect spot of seven.
3: Agreed, I agree.
1: Um, I actually think both guys are gonna be on the board there for him.
2: Ooh, whoa. You hope they are. So that means Oklahoma City might be trading
4: yeah.
1: <laughs> out. No, know, like I really think there's a good chance that both of them I mean if top three stays Pat, Amen and Cam are four and five.
3: Yeah. And then Asara goes at
1: six with Orlando. Like I don't know if they're taking one of the two of those guys when you have Wendell Carter, yeah. Paulo Bancaro, Franz Wagner, uh the other Wagner technically still have Jonathan Isaac. Like you've got a lot of those really big wing
0: slash forward, Blackfield. like a Jarris. And a, like, really I don't good. know if a
1: Jarris or a Taylor makes sense to Orlando at six. I think there's a legit chance that both of those guys will be on the board for the Indiana Pacers to make their choice between the two. I could, I could see a very maybe real they effect. trade back.
2: They say, we like them both. Let's trade with Utah or somebody. Maybe Oklahoma they City. They,
4: the Oklahoma City.
1: they lie to Washington and say that, <laughs> hey, we're fine with bringing another tall, lanky guard in here next to Tyrese Halliburton. We're going to take Anthony Black, and they make Washington jump up a spot. Yeah, like, smart. Could that be a thing?
3: 100%. I
1: think so. What would it take for Washington to move up one spot and swap places with Indiana.
3: Future picks.
1: Um well, we already know that they owe a pick out the door that's protected. So trading one of their own future picks. If I'm Washington right now, as of 10 20 p.m. on Sunday, June 18th, I'm not trading my own picks.
2: Yeah.
3: Agreed.
1: Because no. it is very clearly we are setting the house on fire, burning it down to the foundation and rebuilding. Yep. Could you trade some of the stuff you
4: just got in the Phoenix trade? Some of the swaps. Like a little Shamit, a little Landry Shamit in Indiana? Gross. I know. <laughs> Gross. I know. Uh, uh, what, if, what if it's like, I don't know, does it have
1: to be a player? I, I feel it's, like for Indiana, it probably does. Wouldn't it? Was it? Was Denny Obdia? Well, that's, yeah. Does he oh, have I enough value to move oh, you oh, up oh, from oh, oh, eight oh. to seven? Only Johnny in your mind. <laughs> but wasn't it, uh, was it Windhorst? Who said oh, something yeah. about Indiana pacers wanting are looking a wing?
3: Trade, yes, trade seven for a wing. And OG Yeah, It's obviously OG, the one they I had mean, in we mind.
1: traded Siakam. Maybe it's OG. I kind of like that. Toronto gets like four and seven and gets that up to two best.
3: Next That is sense. interesting. And so the but reason they don't say have 14 OG to swap now. Because pacers were linked to him at the trade deadline. Um, I, I think that's kind of who they had in mind when when horse threw out that report. Yeah. I like that.
1: Man, is that enough a... value for Indiana? Just OG for seven? In this, technically, he's a think rental, so. isn't he?
2: I would take him for, eh. If Taylor Hendricks is there only and not Jerris, yes. If if Jaris is there, it's such a hard call because Jerris could be, yeah. I mean, cheaper, younger. Just as good, if not better.
3: Like a glove. But again, like yeah. if I'm looking at this through a Thunder lens, like my answer is automatically no. I want the the. I even hate using the term gamble. I'm more of a upside with these these young guys. But if on the Pacers, who I know are like more of this retool than rebuild, it's probably the term to use here. Um, I think they absolutely would go for an OG to surround uh, Tyrese and uh, Matherin. I don't know. I can see it from from their perspective. Uh, Carlisle is a head coach. He's not really like a development rebuild kind of coach. I think they're ready to "quote unquote" compete.
1: Anything OKC can do to get to seven? You want a wing? We got we got yeah. a Poku.
2: You, <laughs> we
1: got on. a Poku.
3: Oh, no. I mean, Kenrich Williams uh, makes a lot of sense there. Obviously, would have to be twelve Kenrich picks like, three picks. Right. That hurts, right? I just love that do love that. Um, so then we're talking Dort and less picks. And I know Dort's not technically a wing, but he kind of is. Um I don't think Dort gets it done either. Even Dort's with just a few like, inches
2: taller than we are. Three or so. Yeah, unless you're up. Justin, he's five inches <laughs> yeah. shorter than Justin.
3: But he's guarding LeBron, he's guarding whoever your, your best player is on the imposing team because of his size. Uh <laughs> because of his uh <laughs> It's Not his length, but his strength. Thank you. I don't know. I'm just throwing out hypotheticals on how it could potentially get done. I, uh, we're not giving up J-Dub. Yeah, right. Like, if that's true that they want a wing, I'm not sure OKC has what they want. Yeah. Or are willing to give up what they want. Yeah. yeah, right. Totally agree.
1: Totally agree. I think the last one here is maybe just an eight <clears throat> and seven swap for something small. Yeah, a protected first. Maybe the the two pick swaps with Phoenix that Washington just got in the in the Brad Beal trade. Yeah, Washington moves makes up, sense. makes sure makes sure that they get Anthony Black. Uh, the Pacers think that both of those bigs will still be there, both of those wings and Jerris and Taylor. Maybe that's as simple as it gets. I like that. Sound good? Yep. Sounds good. The only stuff we haven't traded is 11 and 12 Orlando and OKC. But this podcast has also gone off the rails because what I thought was a good plan has turned into (laughs) an incredibly convoluted um, (laughs) trade process. So to recap real quick, (laughs) Spurs kept number one. Charlotte trades pick number two to New Orleans for pick 14 and Brandon Ingram. The Blazers trade pick number three to Utah. Um, for pick number nine and Laurie Markkinen. The Rockets trade pick number four to the Raptors for pick 13 and Siakam. Uh, Detroit stayed put because we couldn't figure anything out there. The Orlando Magic. uh, Make a trade with the Spurs. Keldon Johnson plus a lot of picks for pick six. The Pacers and the Wizards swap seven and eight. And then as we move down the board, the Utah Jazz at nine. We've already made that trade. Uh, The Mavs at 10, we didn't do that one, but we could just say it's that Atlanta trade that we talked about earlier. Um, Magic and Thunder stayed put at 11 and 12. The Raptors moved up and the Pelicans moved up. Before we get off tonight, this this phrasing... Justin's face. Before we get off the podcast tonight, this whole idea was born out of rumors that basically every lottery pick Is available. Give me the over/under. How many lottery picks get traded on draft night?
3: I think the over/under is two and a half. And yeah, I'm with Nick. I would take the under. I think it'll probably be two.
4: Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. There's there are always more rumors than actual moves that happen. There there does appear to be more rumors than usual this year. Maybe it's more like three. Recency bias.
1: If Nick gets his wish, we can accomplish this in one trade. I mean, seriously. (laughs) How many hey, of picks got traded last year? Three? 11, 13, and 14? That's a good point. I know 11 got traded for sure. Oh, do you? <laughs> and then <laughs> was, Mar- <laughs> was 14 the Mark... Why am I forgetting his last Mark name? Williams? Mark Williams. Mark Williams. Was 14 that pick?
4: No, nope. I don't know. They'll trade it like I'm the wrong person to ask. Uh, I'm pulling it, it up a, real quick, and I can it tell It was a here. mix of Jalen Duran, Mark Williams. Yeah.
1: I'll jumbled all
4: jumbled up. Uh, yeah, was, they were all three lotto picks,
1: right?
2: Yeah, Detroit. Yes, 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 yes.
1: Oh, Mark Williams was picked 15.
2: Cavs, oh. which turned into a jazz player, was 14.
1: There you go. Got traded later on.
2: 14 would have been J-Dub if Oklahoma City didn't take him good point
1: yes yes so i think two is probably a good number for all the rumors that are out there it's probably not gonna be a lot of lottery moves. i put money
3: on the over oh i hope
1: it is
4: yeah a lot of it's more fun
1: if it is two three four five seven nine ten <laughs> trade them all baby trade them all musical chairs just like the i mean the just uh, someone Arisal. someone dm this podcast to uh the league office to adam silver let's just make it happen Yeah, we'll fire up a group chat. You guys can work it out. Yeah, that's right. The NBA (laughs) WhatsApp. Awesome. Silva, I think it's time we get out of here. Hey, thank you guys so much for tuning in to The Uncontested tonight. This is your first time tuning in. Hope you enjoyed it. If you're a longtime listener, we appreciate you. We'll be back Wednesday, 9 p.m., 24 hours before the NBA draft. Actually, like 22 hours before the NBA draft. To give our final predictions... And then draft night, we're here live, hanging out with you guys all night long. So make sure to tune in, hang out. It'll be a blast. You guys enjoy the beginning of your week. Enjoy Juneteenth. We will talk to you again in a few days. Until then, and as always, thunder up.
5: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about.